Hey, y'all. It's me, Jess Bubbico, and I am excited to be here with you on the Waking Up with Jess podcast. Each week, I'll invite you to wake up to your inner knowingness, get creative, and march to the beat of your own drum in your business and life. We'll dive into different subject areas from business to health to work, relationships, and beyond. On the podcast, we'll get raw, honest, and real, keeping it a little bit personal, a little bit educational, and most importantly, we're going to have a lot of fun. Each episode, you'll feel like you're sitting down at a coffee shop having an intimate conversation with a few of your best friends. Join me each week as I act as your confidant and friend who loves the heck out of you and wants to see you shine. Come along and wake up with a cup of Jess. Hey, everybody. I am super excited to be here with some of my favorite people on the podcast. I have um, Patricia and Samantha here with me who are part of my Sacred Six Mastermind. They are incredible women, and we're going to be talking about all things gene keys, pearl sequence, um, creating your business, and just kind of seeing where our episode goes today. So ladies, thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. We'll go. I know it's like sometimes funny having like a three person thing. I've done this once before with somebody else, but it was with Emma and Justin and they were sitting next to each other. So we're just going to, we'll play a little podcast tennis match today. Um, I'm going to actually have Patricia, do you want to introduce yourself first and tell everybody a little bit about the work that you do? Sure. My name is Patricia Noonan and I am an inner voice facilitator. I also am uh, certified as a human design level three through Karen Cree Parker's course, um, a coach as well. And I really love being an inner voice facilitator. So what I do is in, as an inner voice facilitator is I guide you. Um, I just ask you questions as your inner voice, I, as I bring your inner voice or I ask your inner voice to come forward. I ask you questions and let your inner voice answer those questions. So it goes outside of what the mind is, is going to say. It comes from your intuition. Amazing. And Patricia loves Italy. <laughs> yes. So and, we'll probably talk about that today. <laughs> See, I love it. Amazing. Samantha, you want to tell everybody a little bit about, about yourself? I would love to. Thank you for the wonderful introduction. Thanks for having us on here today. Um, my name is Samantha, and I have um, had a very interesting journey business-wise. I've been a photographer and filmmaker for the past um, really 15 years, and uh, a couple of years ago, I started um, I started into the land of the woo because I had a massive and uh, very spontaneous spiritual awakening. And it uh, made me aware of my gifts and um, uh, realms outside of our understanding as it is here in the physical and the 3D um, dimension that we live in, in this, in this earth, in this plane. Um, And so what I have been um, working with is my natural aptitude of accessing the Akashic records. Um, and bringing uh, an understanding to the inner path. So for me, 
Um, I have unlocked so much joy in my life um, by simply remembering that the joy has always been within me. And that love of existence is, is within and it's not outside of me. And so for me, I, I use a lot of different tools, um, intuition, my, my various clairs that I access depending on the person um, to guide uh, my clients through um, a, a really a grand adventure inside um, to meet their inner essence, who they and what they truly are. And um, it's just been such a joy to see it unfold, to remember. And um, I just, I really, truly love bringing my gifts and talents forward in whatever way it's needed for that person. And sometimes it's within photography and videography. And so that's really fun. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of a little bit of what I do. I love it. And Samantha also creates really beautiful um, ceramics, which she's been posting on her Instagram, as well as many other things. I feel like you are a woman of many talents and gifts. And, you know, what I love about the gene keys, which we'll dive into today is it gives us this map into who we are and kind of can help to ground us into, I, I said this to somebody today. It was like a first time I met this person. And I was like, I feel like our businesses are drug fronts. Like, what do you do on the surface is like, I access the Akashic records, but it's like, there's something so much deeper that happens behind the scenes with what all of us do. Even if it's, you know, a bunch of people have trained in a certain modality, like Akashic records or inner voice. It's like, whoever you go to, the gene keys can help us to unlock, like, what's the thing behind the thing, you know, what's the what's the change, the transformation, the energetics behind the thing that you do, you know? We've all gone to school and had like a million and a half teachers, but each teacher is going to bring something different and activate something different within us. So I love how, you know, you can feel, obviously there's three of us on here and I'm sure since we have very intuitive people who listen to this podcast, like you can feel the different energetics behind each person and what they bring. And you might listen to one person and you're like, wow, I really resonate with that person. I need to connect with them. And, you know, when we start to tune into our inner intuition, we start to tune into the inner world. It's so incredibly supportive in um, really helping to guide us where we need to go. So I would love to ask you ladies, whoever wants to start, um, what kind of drew you into and towards the gene keys. And I, I feel like both of you kind of started with the gene keys through sacred six, right? I don't think either of you had a ton of connect, like you hadn't done any of the sequences before we did sacred six. I had not, but I had taken one of your workshops, uh, prior to being in sacred six, where you introduced the gene keys there. So that was my first whispering of the of the gene keys. I'd heard about them before through human design from the human design community, but that was the first place. What drew you towards it? Like when you had that introduction, did you feel like an immediate resonance with it? How what what drew you towards them? It was different than human design. And then when I started to listen to Richard Rudd and how he took, he's taken on uh, the gene keys that how I've heard it explained is human design is a structure and the gene keys fill in the gaps. And 
human design is also much more the masculine energy where this is much more the feminine energy. So to me, it felt like a balancing out instead of just weighing to one side. Um, it was truly, whoa, I feel, I feel balanced here. I love how you said that. Cause even as you were talking about it, I feel like I had a little aha moment in my own mind of like, we can, yeah, the, the human design is going to be like, you know, respond and, you know, emotional wave. And it's going to give us these sort of energies as it relates to, um, kind of how we go out into the world and do what we do, but it's like the gene keys kind of brings that softening effect where it's like really tunes us. I mean, the whole, to me, the whole purpose of the gene keys is to get us connected to our intuition and learning to listen inward, as opposed to moving from the mind, which I feel like corresponds beautifully with the work that all three of us are, are doing here. So I love how you put that. I think that's a really nice way to look at it as kind of like human design is the, is the yang and, and gene keys brings more of that yin energy. Well, and I was contemplating contemplating this today because I thought, what will Jess ask today? <laughs> and I was this contemplation just just went in many different directions. But in uh, when Richard Rudd does the ladies' prayer, he says, uh, "Welcome, eternal voyager," and then he says, "Take your shoes off, put your bags down." And how the Gene Keys is for me, I saw myself dressed as a knight with all, all the metal, all the shields, everything on. And how it is for me, it's like, the more I go into the Gene Keys, more of the metal comes off, more of the, the, the shields come down. So anything that anybody has to say to me when I've been contemplating on the Gene Keys, I've got this inv invisible shield now where all the slings and arrows can go to the invisible shield and they bounce off that. I can take my metal shield down. Oh, I love that visual. And just for anybody who is wondering what the ladies prayer is, I believe that's a part of the seven days of grace. He has a free online um, program. It's called the seven days of grace. And it starts out with the ladies prayer, which is like the Lord's prayer, um, but feminine which I love. So, and I love that visual around the armor and all that's really cool. Thank you. You're welcome. Samantha, how about for you? What drew you into the, the gene keys? It's, it's so interesting when I ponder this question, because I originally, um, was introduced to the gene keys through, through a friend and, um, and I'll never forget this as long as I live. And it's so funny, the things that stick in your memories, you know, um, but I was traveling and I was in a plane and I think I was coming home from um, filming something and she had sent me this voice message and she said, I'm reading the gene keys and I'm looking at your profile because she's a human design uh, coach as well. And she's, she knows more about me than I know about me and my human design. And so she's like, you've, you've got this gene key. I was reading about this gene key and you've got it. Nobody else I know has this gene key and you've got it. And she's like, but I can't read it to you because it's too long of a thing. So you just have to go out and get the book now and go read it. And so by the time I had finally gotten the book, 
in response to joining sacred six i finally went back to her and i was like what was the gene key she's like oh i can't remember <laughs> oh my god but it was so funny because i was so intrigued immediately and i have just felt like so like i don't know there was a resonance for sure of there's something here that is special and so when i did dig into it I felt so seen immediately. And I think that that's one of the things that I love about the work that I do is helping facilitate people to be in that, to be seen, to be held and to be seen as unabashedly whatever they are. And, um, and I felt so much like unfolding as I've gone through this process. And, um, and I think Patricia, I think is in the same, same category here, but when I started with the prosperity sequence or the pearl sequence, I, I read the book within a day and then I was like, okay, well I need more because I'm a true one, three. And, um, and so I had to get the Venus sequence and the, the activation sequence. So I went through all of it and I'm just like blown away at how, like how many of these shadows, gifts, and cities feel like they were written for me, about me, yeah, to me. It's amazing. I just feel so like seen, really. I mean, it's just the best way I can put it. And the softening that occurs in that process, like the amount of clarity that I have received um, from that process, in, like holistically has been just such a gift. I mean, I think I told you when we were in the waiting wings to even get into the mastermind. I was like, well, I just finished the book and I just want to say what a download this is. I mean, just the act of reading about the gene keys is a massive energetic download. Like I was feeling the shifts in my DNA just by becoming aware of these yeah. things. And that is so powerful and so beautiful. The benevolent energy within it is truly something to me yeah. um, as someone who recognizes all sides of energies and um, just the love within it. It's, it's really something else. I mean, I just, I want to, I want, yeah, I just, I could talk about it all day. So <laughs> same. It's really neat. There's a couple things that are just like coming to my mind in this moment, because I agree about the it really unlocks something inside of you. And I, I don't know if I, I was talking to somebody about this somewhere today. I might've said it on Instagram, but I had this moment today where I was sitting across from somebody at a coffee shop and we were talking and I was thinking about our mastermind call from last night and just kind of like, I'm sitting, I'm talking to this person. We're talking about kind of like the, our industries that we're in, we're in. she's in a really different industry than me. She's in real estate. Um, but we were kind of talking about some of the shadow stuff that tends to show up within these different, like, it was almost like we were talking about the same thing, but different industries. And it made me realize like the gene keys, it shows us like, it's so directional and showing us, I don't want to say the totality of the human experience, but it does show us the fact that like how can we be compassionate with ourselves when our shadows show up? And I was thinking as we, as she and I were talking, you know, my son's in the gene key 25, which is the shadow of constriction, the gift of acceptance and the city of um, universal love. 
and I started to feel constriction and I started to feel anxious. And it was so cool because something just flipped in that moment where it's like you all of a sudden, instead of like the gene keys being separate of you, it's like, it just activated something where I was like, go into the constriction. And then I'm like, okay, once she left, I was like, I just started writing like all what's, what's coming. What am I not accepting? Because the old me would want to go and run the other direction and go, I can't like, I I'm, I'm feeling anxious, like go drink another coffee or go do this or go do that. So you don't feel it, which arguably makes you more anxious when you drink more coffee, but that's okay. Um, and so it's like, all of a sudden it was like, what am I not accepting? And then all of a sudden, as I accepted it, it's like my whole body opened. And it's like, instead of it taking my day down, I could actually move out into the world from a very different perspective. And I think that's so much of the beauty of this work is that I think it brings self-compassion. I think like both of you said, like there's this softening, there's this releasing of the armor, but then there's also this like, what is it? As above, so below, as within, so without suddenly you start to see in other people, like there's, they're not bad. They're just acting from a shadow aspect or a shadow state. And I think it's only, you know, especially in the coaching industry right now, so much is changing because I think so much has been built upon the shadows that we know with the gene keys that it, you have to fully accept the shadow. You have to fully address the shadow in order for the gifts to emerge. So sometimes it's like looking in the dark corners can be the hardest part, but the most liberating part of the entire journey. So that's the first thing I want to say. And then the second thing I want to say is the last podcast I just did was talking about speaking your vibration and actually sharing yourself through your vibration. And it's really cool to be sitting here with the both of you, hearing you speak and share. Cause you know, when you're in a mastermind, you're like talking about challenges and talking about whatever, but it's actually really cool to hear you both in very different ways, speak the, speak the energy of the work that you're, you're doing, you know, and just like Patricia hearing you speak about inner voice facilitation and just like helping people move from the head to the heart feels so good in my body. I'm like, "Mm, yes, she does. And then like Samantha, you just opening your mouth and talking about your work and taking people on this inner voyage. It's like, you're both speaking about similar things, very different ways. And you both have very different energies. So it's like, people are going to, maybe somebody's listening and they're like, oh my God, I need to connect with Samantha. Like I feel what she's talking about, or, oh my gosh, Patricia, there's just something about the way she said that, that I really resonate with like the different words activate different resonance with people. And I really think this is, this is where we're going, you know, like we're moving away from, how could you put your business into a one sentence? Like I help people go on an inner voyage. It's like, okay, cool. But we need you to share your thoughts, the way you see things, the, the, the lens through which you look through the world, because that's what really brings the right people into our space, which is what the gene key speaks about, you know, that fractal line. So thoughts from Thoughts by Jess. Are there thoughts by anyone else here? Patricia, Samantha? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'll go. I just absolutely love, um, I loved the process of recognizing how we all have aspects of all of these shadows. 
but that there's something very specific about our path and in that we have a, a very strong a power to alchemize those shadows specifically in the world what nobler purpose is there to me in the in this world that we live in than to turn our attention into you know out al- being the alchemy truly and mm-hmm. and just exhibiting that like I've got some pretty tricky shadows. I won't lie. And when I started digging into them, I was like recognizing how insidious some of this energy is and how heavy these energies are and how locked in we have become as a society. And it's just so exciting to me as a person who is, um, I, you know, I kind of joke on my channels that I've was one foot in and one foot out and um, really only aware of that recently. <laughs> so I like to say that I can tie it in into a way that's like super approachable. And so the thing that's really cool to me is how approachable these things really are. You know, like I think anyone who reads anything of Richard Rudd's can, can very quickly recognize how enigmatic and poetic he is. And What's so cool about that is how much room there is for play in how you identify with that. Like my processing of my shadows and my contemplation isn't going to look like anybody else's, even though there are countless people who have the same gene key as their life's work. For instance, we're working through the same life's work and evolution, but how I go through that process is going to be totally different, you know, because my contemplation and my interpretations of literally the same words are going to be my own because I'm responding to the resonance inside myself, if that makes sense. Totally. And I feel like Patricia, I I love what you said, because I feel like there's been times where Patricia has been contemplating one that I've been contemplating And we pick up on two completely different things about the gene key. And you'll come on and you'll say something. And I'm like, I didn't even, I didn't even hear that or see that in the book. And then I'll go back and read it again. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's, it, it, because of how poetic he is, I think it meets you where you're at with what you need in the moment. And that's going to be different for everybody. So Patricia, any thoughts for you, anything coming up? Yes. When I, Going through the pearl sequence, three out of four of my um, uh, spheres are more on the heavy duty side. They have the heavier energies and Richard Wright even says, this one is one that's gonna take a while to contemplate on. It's gonna take, he doesn't describe it as meaty, but I'm just gonna use that word. It's very meaty, it's very dense. So with the 41, the 40 and the 60, those are all very dense ones and the little kid part of me says, I don't want those right now. I'm going to another gene key, <laughs> one that I like better. And so I do, I just go and find a, a shadow that resonates with me at the moment. And then I go through that and then I come back to one of these and then I have a better understanding. Totally. And that's, that's what I think is so cool is like, everyone's process is different. And that's what I think is so nice about using the gene keys as a guide to during the mastermind is it's like, 
everybody has their own experience. Everyone's like traveling the same path, but it looks different and they're taking different routes. And so it's really neat to be able to have this experience together where it's like everybody gets to take ownership of their own process where it's not looking to someone else for the answer, but being able to use. And that's the thing about gene keys too, right? Like human design, which I still love, gives us directions. And it's like, this is the right way to do it. You have to respond and listen to your sacral. And it can be powerful and really magical in that way. And I think gene keys gives us even, it gives us more spaciousness to be like, okay, how do I experience it. What does it mean to me? It's it, it more so like the process of contemplation opens up the mind to be able to think about something from a different perspective, as opposed to, um, you know, again, it being like a set of directions, like this is how you put together the Ikea furniture. And it's funny because, um, the activation sequence study group starts next week, but I created a video today Um, And I use this analogy of how like the shadow is like an ice cube, the gift, we alchemize it, right? We turn up the heat by looking at the shadow. So again, the shadow of constriction, if I look at it and I feel it in my body, instead of pushing it away, it's like, I'm taking the ice cube, I'm putting it in the pan and I'm turning up the heat. So it turns into water. And then I can alchemize that further into the city, which is going to turn into vapor. But what I was thinking about as you were speaking, Samantha is like, and I use this in the gene keys activation sequence study group video that I did, but it's like, so often we take the ice cube. And I think we've been taught this in sort of the, the personal development world and we hold on to it and we go into what's called the repressed or the reactive state. So thinking about the, um, like the 25th gene key, when it's repressed, I think it's cold. Like it's just cold. It's kind of frigid. And I was kind of liking it, likening it to dumb and dumber where he puts his tongue on the pole and his tongue sticks to it. And it's like with, I think so often we think we're moving through our shadows by focusing and hyper-focusing on them and deciding who it was in our life that did that to us, which isn't necessarily bad. Cause I think sometimes that can really help us to understand things from a different perspective. But when we're constantly stuck there, it's like, we're doing the dumb and dumber thing with the ice cube and like sticking our tongue to it and getting attached to it versus being able to recognize it, see it, and then alchemize it in our, in our lives, you know, and turn it into something else. And I read a Dr. Joe Dispenza quote today, um, and he was talking about this. I actually saved it, but um, just not realizing how much power we have over our shadows and being able to turn, take them and turn them into creative energy. Like we've had a couple of people who have really resonated with the Gene Key 51, which is agitation. And it's like we sit and when we try to avoid agitation, we just get more agitated and being like, don't be agitated. Don't be mad. Don't feel anger. It's like, that's one of the most creative forces. When you unleash it in a creative way, it's one of the most powerful creative forces that leads to complete like awakening of the mind, body, and spirit. So I just, I feel like we have so much power when it comes to working with these 
gene keys in our lives, they can really transform us from the inside out. So I'm curious from you ladies in terms of business wise and really starting to, you know, you can go into a mastermind. There's a lot of people, this is not necessarily me who will be like, and this is not good or bad. It's just, it's not my strength is <laughs> not like, here's how you build a business. Here's a, B, C, and D and the house, you're going to put it together and it's going to look like this. And it's going to happen like this. Um, I'm much more like, let's explore you and feel what creativity is coming out of you. And then we'll figure out what to do with it. Um, so I'm curious from a business perspective for you, what has this process of going through the gene keys unlocked for you as it relates to business and purpose? Well, I would say that instead of the mind wanting to be in a hurry and it has to be done, it has to be done this way, uh, follow this plan or follow this guru, however you want to say. It's been more of, okay, I'm going to slow down. I'm going to take this in a little bit. And then first of all, see what my inner voice says. And then look at where I am in the gene keys. And especially with the gene key 40 um, on my life's work, being the being exhaustion, resolve, and divine will. That's all about just slowing everything down, but also having fun with it. Because I've got the Gene Key 41 in the culture. So um, it's about, in Italian, it'd be la dolce vita, um, having the sweetness of life, but also not being in a rush to do it. Let it, how I'm going to say it is, let it present itself to me rather than me going out and chasing it and never finding it. I love that. And I just want to say as well that Patricia and Samantha are both generator types. So Samantha's a peer generator and then um, Patricia's an emotional manifesting generator. And one of the other women in the group is also a generator. And she's like, I always told myself I was supposed to be going, going, going because I'm a generator. And it's really interesting to hear the perspective from both of you around slowing down instead of trying to speed up and make stuff happen. So I love that. Samantha, how about for you? Yeah. Wow. It's been a real deconstruction. I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> because, um, you know, I'd like to say that I'm, I've always been an entrepreneurial spirit. I don't work well for other people. <laughs> um, and it's fine because I own that and I'm an artist and I've always needed to express myself creatively. So I'm already a little bit on the other side um, in how I work. Um, however, <laughs> going into my pearl sequence really turned all of that on its head as well because I was still operating under these um you know, supposed to be frameworks. Um, if you want to make money as a photographer, you have to shoot weddings. If you want to make money as a filmmaker and have a family and that you're a woman, you need to shoot weddings. Because I originally was doing documentary work and 
I wanted a family and I wanted to do documentaries and those two things just did not jive as a woman, unfortunately. So for me, there are just, there were a lot of, I needed a lot of permission slips and that was very hard for me to like deal with on a soul level and in my heart. And um, so as I started unpacking the pearl sequence, initially in, um, in my first sphere, um, that's culture or vocation, my vocation, I didn't quite get it because, um, my vocation is the gene key for, which is intolerance, understanding, and forgiveness. And that just, that's the core wounding, right? So, um, I had a real hard time because I was like, I have to format this in the, the frame of business. What the heck does this have to do with business? You know? So it like really took me a little bit to like untangle my brain from all of these, you know, um, preconceived notions about how I'm supposed to even think about business. And um, so as I, you know, started leaning into contemplating and um, I, I just started noticing where all my energy was leaking out of in trying to do things like everybody else did. And that my greatest gifts are completely the opposite of that. <laughs> like, truly, it's my sensitivity and it's my ability to traverse in different realms and my ability to bring people inward. And, um, you know, I think that I had this idea that being on you know, going through the pearl sequence was going to help me like figure out what that business looked like and how to make that format work. But what I discovered was it really truly taught me how to accept that the wealth that I was quote unquote seeking in my businesses, it's not going to come from a quote unquote job in that sense. And that wealth as it's defined in my, um, in my programming is not is not the the deal it's actually the opposite of what I really want in life and so yeah for me it's been like it's been a head scratcher and then it's also been like incredibly validating and it's been um you know it's definitely probably to some people's perspectives been like um destructive because i actually completely have torn down an entire business because of this process that i'm on but it feels so good it was what needed to happen i just needed the support um to like listen to my heart truly you know i really needed to put <laughs> my money where my mouth was, you know, like, I know that that's where my joy lies. And so, um, you know, that that's where the prosperity comes and it truly is coming in ways that I could never have imagined. So just trusting in that and finding ways to have, have that faith and that support system has been pretty, pretty cool to witness. Totally. We have another person in the group too, has, who's been like, oh my God, I built this whole entire identity thinking I wanted to build a business. And I want, it had to be this because I was, I had gone through my spiritual awakening and now I'm realizing like, I don't want any of the things that I thought that I wanted. And it's funny because what I've always found challenging, and I don't know if this is like partially just being that I'm a manifester. I've always seen, I've, 
I've never really understood the idea of just like building a business the way that we're quote supposed to. I've always seen business as like, this is our vehicle and our contribution to the world. So if we're just doing the same thing that everyone else is doing, what's actually changing? Because to some degree, we're perpetuating more of the same. And in some places that's going to be important, right? But there's just, I think for me, such this understanding on a bodily level, it almost feels like the connection to nature and how nature operates of like cycles and seasons and rhythms. And sometimes we're going to have to build a business the way someone else has done it. And and then it's going to come to the time where it's ready for its death and it's going to fall to the ground and it's going to be recycled. And we're never in a space of, um, uh, complete death because it's always, we're going to reuse what we've learned and do it in a different way and create. And I think it's hard when it comes to business sometimes, because I think a lot of people want the safety and security of the three-step method or the build it like this. But I think so many people experience a lack of true fulfillment and prosperity within themselves and their lives because they think the external thing is going to be the thing that brings them happiness. And the truth of the matter is, is it's like, you know, one of my big realizations, especially as I've gone through the activation sequence, I've talked about this many times, is the fact that I'm very family oriented. I'm very relationship oriented. I'm also very small community oriented. So I say small community, but like I'm community oriented and I I had learned about some frameworks and stuff where I was like, that's wrong. I shouldn't think that way. I should be able to be a lone soldier and like go and do it on my own and not need to have like family nearby. And that shows weakness or whatever. And it's like in the unfolding, like even just reading about my own sequence has become massively healing and like going about business differently. I remember saying to someone, Um, I was in a program a while back and it was 2019. And I was like, I said to this person, like, I just, I was living in Denver. I'm like, I just want to build in the community here. Like I want to grow my business organically. And I remember this person being like, well, that's going to limit you if you do it in that way. Like you got to build online and just those moments of self-doubt of going like, oh my gosh, like and it's not this person's fault. That's the way they were doing it. And that's the way they knew how to do it. And so that's beautiful and perfect. And I think this is the true power of the gene keys is it brings us inward enough to go. I trust myself. Like I trust where my intuition's leading me. I trust where my process wants to go. I trust what's happening inside of me. Um, and then I think that the, the the self-trust and the self-love that comes from allowing ourselves to actually play with that and see what happens. And then to have, I mean, I don't know. I love this group so much. I'm like, I feel like to have this safe space for everybody to come back to and talk about things and process emotions and move through stuff without, without it being like, we're supposed to be doing structures this week and you didn't do structures. So you're behind. It's like, no, What's coming up for you? Let's move through that because that's what's actually going to help to, we can't, you know, we can't move anything forward if we're stuck in an emotion or something like that. Something else is trying to happen and emerge. So let's move into it.
like I said last night, unless it's relationships or sex related, because I can't help you in either of those places. But (laughs) so I'm curious for you both, like what's the process of being in a group as you're going through this experience been like? We just have great, I feel like this group has great synergy, you know, I'm like, I just, I think it's such a great group of people coming together. So I'm curious from your perspective, what's that's been like? For me, it's been absolutely wonderful. This is, I've been in a number of masterminds and this mastermind has surpassed anything I expected. I, I didn't know what to expect. So I just came in, okay, let's just go with it. And it has been, I adore everybody in the group. Um, It's just, there's a certain synergy, this fitting like hand in glove. And um, everybody's very different from each other. But there's just this wonderful, energetic cohesiveness that no matter what, we just support each other and um, love on each other, whatever. It's, it does, words don't describe it. (laughs) I feel like the word that you use where you're like, everyone's very different. I'm like, this is the most eclectic group of, not eclectic, I mean, but it just feels like such an eclectic group of humans from different types of humor to different lenses through which we see the world to all the things. So I totally, I resonate with what you're saying for sure. Yeah, for me, um, it was interesting because when I became aware of the, of the mastermind itself, (laughs) I was of course drawn to your energy. And I knew that that was a, a space that I needed and wanted to be in. Um, but as I became aware of the other energies as they were contemplating coming in, because I was already in it, I think I had joined before anybody else. And so um, like once I started becoming aware of the other energies that were dancing in, I was like, oh, this is, this is good. This is really, really good. And um, like, I just thrive on that. I really, really do. It's it's so interesting because in my gene keys, like I really am like the lone warrior in so much of like my story. Um, but I truly do thrive in community in these senses, especially. And um, it's just been such a gift to be able to be vulnerable because I think that that's really how we lean into the shadows um, and how we alchemize them together, you know, and, you know, what one person is contemplating in their gene key, I'm contemplating by proxy in myself, even if I don't have that one in my path at all. And that's such a gift because, you know, I don't get that by just reading the book, you know what I mean? Um, and I don't get to see these other experiences of people that are outside of my industry. You know, I think it's so easy for us to get stuck in this like echo chamber sometimes. Um, it's something I've, I've always been very sensitive to anyway, as a journalist, um, how easily we can get locked into our own narratives. And so to me, it's such a gift when we're able to be completely, I mean, really different approaches in business. I mean, I don't think any one of us has really any similar like business goal or plan. You know what I mean? And that just is, 
I don't know, to me, like that's something that's really special because, you know, I, um, I danced around working with other coaches and danced around looking at other masterminds, but I've been very centered in my heart space and energetically, how does this feel to me? You know, I think I would say that that's something I've been very proud of in this whole process. And, um, because it's easy to get sucked into things that feel familiar. Right. And I knew that I needed something that was, that was pushing the boundaries for me. And so, um, yeah, the space has really allowed all of that to come out. And, um, you know, I think that we, all of us holding hands, they were virtual, you know, like we really are holding each other. Like, I, I feel like I just am so lit up by everyone else's successes. Truly, truly. Even in the moments where I'm feeling just the most deflated, like I can truly celebrate another person's win because like their win is my win because we're sharing in the space. Like that's, if you're reading the gene keys and you're really like, you know, digesting it, that's what you come to realize is that synarchy. Like we, we are winning by sharing our winning, you know? Totally. Yeah. And I don't, I, I don't know if either of you experienced this, but something that when I first started out in my practice, if somebody started like going down the rabbit hole of like going into their shadow and into their muck, I'd be like, oh my gosh, like I need to help them get out of it. And there's something that happens in a group when you watch everybody's individual rhythms and to be able to be like two weeks ago, so-and-so was going through it. And all of a sudden they've had this massive expansion for themselves or realization or something's changed or like two weeks ago, this person was on their highest high this week. They're going down into the low. And then I could see them three weeks later. Like you watch everybody's journey and you start to realize like life never stays static or stagnant. There are going to be days where you feel like complete shit and you have a group of humans who you can lean into that aren't going to say just like positive mindset your way out of it, but are going to go like lean into it and discover it, like discover it. What it, what is it, what's coming up? And then they're going to celebrate your highest high with you, even if you're on opposite polarities on the same call. And I think we've lost a lot around community in the bigger whole of the world. Cause we're like in our houses doing our thing and whatever. And I think that's what I love about this group is just watching everybody support each other and really, and truly, like you said, everyone's business is different. Like no one has the same quote goals, the same intentions, the same anything. And yet somehow it works and it's really cool. So what I'd love to hear from both of you is where is your intuition leading and guiding you? Like what's been in your heart? Is there something that you've been feeling like you're ready to birth or offer to the world? Have you been called in a certain direction? Is something becoming clearer to you? Like what's in your current awareness um, that's sort of drawing you forward right now? All right. Um... I apologize. My pup is kind of, um, she's being vocal in the background. Um, so an interesting thing that has occurred since I started in this, this mastermind is, um, I, I started, so I've been meddling 
quote unquote, I've been playing with ceramic arts uh, for, I don't know, probably seriously about six to eight months. Um, and a lot of my big quantum leaps have occurred within the mastermind. <laughs> and um, it's just been really fun because um, I get so much like um, encouragement from my peers in how I speak. And I know that that's one of my gifts. And so it's really, really fun to see how everyone engages with me a little differently. And they're like, you should speak while you're doing your ceramics. And it's just really funny because it was like literally the last thing I would have ever thought that I would like venture into business wise. And it seems to be the most fulfilling for me. Like I literally could just sit there and do it for hours, even not speaking and just record over it. My musings about the universe and the nature of the soul and our journeys as truly powerful beings. And just to, I don't know, just to recognize how unconventional that process can be and how rewarding that can be has been such a lovely experience. So yeah, right now, like certainly did not expect to be creating a menu of services based on my ceramic arts and how to tie in my intuitive guidance and, um, and coaching around that realm and creating truly intentional sacred pieces that are imbued with with literal magic you know like that's that's freaking awesome like I have to say it is freaking awesome when you can come up with something that's so unique but it's so so well suited for you that you couldn't have guessed that that would be where it would go five years ago and literally just by sinking in to the heart space and allowing what feels good to be what you sh what you share just the amount of uh, amount of energy that comes back that's what that to me has been that definition of prosperity because it doesn't just fulfill me it gives me more time with my family. It gives me more money, essentially. You know, there's a lot that goes into to just being in that space of truly rewarding actions and how you offer that to the world. That's that service piece, right? So yeah, I'm leaning into my gifts and I'm not trying to let it be what like anybody else's thing is. I just do what feels good for me at any given time. I love it. And your ceramics are beautiful. The ones you just posted today on Instagram, I'm like, those are gorgeous. So totally. And it's, and it's not, it never comes from where the logical mind says you must do this, you know, like it really true prosperity stems from the heart. And that's a path that no one else can tell you how to do. Um, so I love that. Patricia. This actually showed up last week or the week before in an inner voice session where the person that I was working with, as I was speaking with her, with her inner voice, and then the mind came through with some fears. I had my Gene Keys book open and it was, she just clicked off like three or four shadows right there. <laughs> so we, we sat with the shadows and, and worked through all of that. And it was as if the gene keys were working through me with 
the inner voice. So I sense that the gene keys are gonna be more important here as time goes on. And um, I haven't been to Italy since 2018. And when I start to get the, the vibe that usually shows up is that I um, start listening to Italian music more or what came up in the past couple of weeks was I found this woman on Instagram who has an eight week conversation class and excellent price. And so I enrolled in that and I said, well, something's coming with Italy. So um, I have a feeling that more things will open up as I get back to Italy. But Samantha in Doruta, that is in Umbria where I usually go, that is the ceramic place of Italy. That would be an interesting place for you to go at some point in time. But they also in Doruta, that would be as I get further into designing this, that would be some place to um, one of the stops to take a uh, to take a group on a retreat because they do in Doruta they do offer um, doing ceramics um, at, at different seasons like the slower seasons where it's spring or autumn so that is running in the background I love it maybe you take us all there <laughs> I will gladly volunteer to put together like food stops of planning where we eat all the time because food is amazing there samantha can come photograph yes we'll create we'll and take us through literally infusing pots with pottery with magic yes well and of course you've been to perugia and perugia is my place to go we have to go to the antica lotteria um the place that has they they make um whipped cream by hand and copper bowls okay i'm i'm there Just... we're in <laughs> if you want to come to italy with us in october no. when are we gonna go uh, april yeah. does april feel good is that a thing shall i initiate the beginning the date of this and we create and i am i'm in. there well, we also yeah. have to, we also have to get up to Venice because there's a there's an excursion I want to take that's by a, it's a women's group called Row Venice, so you learn how to row the it's a smaller gondola but you learn how to row standing up um, on these smaller gondolas. Which Listen, is you do. had me at copper pots full of whipped cream. So yeah, I was like, say no more. Say no more. <laughs> if you'd like to come on the retreat to Italy in April of 2023. Um, we can just send me a message on Instagram and, um, we'll get that together. So ladies, um, I would love it if we could end this call with one word or sentence of wisdom that wants to move through you and be shared with the love your wooers right now before we go. Anything that's on your heart that you want to share? I'll just share the quote I like the best from Richard Rudd. Welcome, eternal voyager. <laughs> oh, man. How do I, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I think for me, the thing that um, 
wants to come through is never doubt your power, mm. your potential in your heart. Love that. I'm going to quote Richard Rudd, who quotes somebody else that I have on my Instagram currently, um, that you can look at the direct sources. Easy is right. So ladies, thank you so much for being here. Love your woo community. There's more things coming on the way. We've got journals that are going to be launching very soon. We're actually going to be launching. I'm thinking this is probably going to happen sometime around, um, black Friday. We've got, um, one of our gals in the group is an artist and she's created a really beautiful painting called shadows, which is perfect with what we're doing with the gene keys. And so there's going to be a journal coming out. That's got her painting on it and well, it won't be a painting, but it'll be a picture of her painting and her story and all that kind of stuff. So a lot of really cool stuff coming to the love your woo community. Um, and that, that's it. That's what I've got for you today. So thank you everybody for being here. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you, Samantha. Their information is going to be linked underneath here on the show notes. So if you want to follow them on Instagram podcasts, purchase some amazing ceramics, etc., you will be able to find them. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you back here on the next episode of the love your woo podcast. Thanks, Jess. Hey, hey, thanks so much for being here and listening to this episode of the Waking Up With Jess podcast. If you liked today's episode, I'm going to ask you to do one of three things. Number one, leave a rating. Number two, leave a review. And number three, if you think it could help a friend out in need, go ahead and send it to them. I greatly appreciate your support when you rate the podcast or leave a review. It helps other awesome and amazing listeners such as yourself find the podcast. And I love people and I love friends and I love people's friends. So being able to spread the love through your network is another really great way to support people and to support the show. All right, y'all make it a great day. And I will see you back here on the next episode of the Waking Up With Jess podcast.